there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Ben Hayes time. Handicapper, winnersandwiners.com. He's on a 14-3 and run in MLB, and he sees a couple plays today. One game stands out to him. Thinks there's value with the line. Best part, it's free for our listeners. Text VSIN to area code 320-350-3500. That's VEASAN, 320-350-3500. Time for Jeff Seeley, cutmakerpod.com, cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Time to talk a little golf. Check it out, iTunes, Spotify, and get Telegram for the uh, text messages or to get the uh, the plays and what he likes with the matchups uh, all four rounds, and he joins us now. First things first with the course breakdown. You like the short courses, usually recommend Webb Simpson. What are you thinking here, and can you take us through the course? Yeah, guys. So again, we're we're at RBC. The RBC Heritage this week is played at Harbor Town, and Harbor Town is just a, a good, fun, uh, short peat dye course. A lot of water, obviously coastal course, and and, and again, it, it's it's a, it's a, a course that Webb Simpson's usually played well on. But when when that when that is the case, it brings a lot of guys into play who have good short game or good putters. So that's one of the things we're we're looking at this week is is what's your short game look like? How do you putt? And, and again, what kind of form are you in? You've got to have some kind of form coming in. And and I think there's a lot of guys uh, with uh, down on the board some good prices we can fire at this week. Yeah. To Paul's question about Webb, are you avoiding him this week still based on the injury? Yeah, and, and the form in general, right? Yeah, I am. And I know, I, I usually like Webb in, in here, but again, I am just due to the form and the injury. And, and you know, he's 35-1. to 1. It's not a bad price. 
But, I mean, there's other guys um, that I, I like a little better, and, and we'll talk about one in particular um, that I think is just – frankly, I think I'd even play him against Webb in matchups. And uh, it's just a massive misprice this week. I think it's going to be a very tremendous opportunity for us. Take us through some of your uh, your core plays then. Who are you leaning towards? Sure, guys. So we have some big names in the field this week, including Cam Smith, who we saw struggle down the stretch of the Masters, but who can you know he can win anywhere. But in the sub twenty group, the name that jumps out to me is Patrick Cantlay. Um, Cantlay's not in great form. He didn't play great at the Masters, but he does love this track. Plays well here, and I'm not investing a ton to anybody under twenty to one. But Cantlay would be my guy if I did. He's finished third, seventh, and third here, and shows you. So that shows you he can play here, fourteen to one or so. I think Cantley is worth a shot. Um, Kevin Na took tenth here in 2019, and and honestly, Kevin Na in a lot of ways is like Webb Simpson. Plays well with shorter tracks, doesn't vomit, but he's an elite short game. So a guy who can get up and down, chip and putt. He excels on and around the greens, like I said, and he's 45 to one this week. Finished 14th in, in, at the Masters and ninth in this event. Uh, before that, so excuse me, Knight did his last event before that. So good form, solid history. Kevin Nava, 45 to 1 is a fair price. And then oh, I, I backed the Las Vegas resident, Maverick McNeely, a lot of times this season. He's 55 yeah. to 1 this week. And I'm going to go back to the well here. So he finished fourth here last year, and one could argue he's in better form now than he was then. He's a guy hot and rattle off a few wins at some point here soon. I'd rather get on him early than late. And so I like McNeely at 55 to one. Um, I think that's a really fair price run this week. Okay. Fair enough. Now there is a, uh, a long shot or as a bomb, as you like to call them at a hundred to one or in that neighborhood that uh, you're going to tell us you might like more at this price than any other golfer in that hundred to one range since you've been coming on this show, who is it and why? Yeah, guys. So what, you know, when you, when you look at DFS pricing, for example, in the top 20 market, you look at DFS pricing like right next to Kevin Na, basically one off Kevin Na, who's forty-five to one, is Brian Harmon, and Brian Harmon this week on DraftKings is a hundred to one. He's a hundred to one. He's finished thirteenth and ninth in two of his last five trips here. He finished fifth at the Valspar two tournaments ago, and somehow he's three to one top twenty, and a hundred to one in the outright. Like. That does not correlate at all. His DFS pricing is is doesn't correlate. Like nothing correlates about this price. You guys mentioned, I think he's what eighty two to one at Circa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and usually you can get better better pricing on Circa on, on long shots than you can anywhere. So I just think we have a mass, a huge opportunity. I mean, at least at least you know twenty percent equity on a guy who is you know a hundred to one Brian Harmon. I didn't get it now. I expect I don't expect this price to last. I think people will probably fire on it. They'll probably close somewhere around seventy to eighty. But right now, you can get Brian Harmon at hundred to one. That is as good a hundred to one, maybe the best hundred to one shot we've ever talked about on this show, guys. That's a great breakdown. Can you explain then typically what a one hundred to one shot is in the top twenty market? Like what what's what's that number yeah, generally he'd, around? He'd be like five, he'd be like five six to one. Mm-hmm. You know, and, or, you know, and that price it's probably probably plus six hundred. And, and, and so yeah, it's just it's crazy. You think about that. And it, you, you, it's just, I, I, I'm not quite sure how they came up with that. And, and mm-hmm. um, I just think, again, like if you look at guys right now in the top 20 range, right? So guys who are six to one or so, you got uh, Brendan, uh, see, that's like eight to one. Let me find a guy. So like um, Grios plus 650. And, and you, then you look at the outright market. Uh, Grio is, hang on. 
he's probably around there to win. Um, let, me, let me sign him. But he's probably he's probably in the hundred to one range. I'm about to look here. But he's he's plus six fifty. I would expect plus five hundred, plus six hundred, somewhere around there. Not a hundred to one for a guy who's plus three hundred. So okay. again, I just think the, the, the price the pricing doesn't correlate. And and again, for for ten bucks, twenty bucks, uh, Brian Harmon a hundred to one is a great play. Well, the money, Paulie and Mitch Vies in the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seeley, our guest at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter and the Cutmaker podcast as well. How about a couple matchups, please? Yeah, guys, I, I mentioned Kevin Na. I played him in a matchup over Kisner. Both guys who are, are, are short game, you know, specialists, if you will. I just like not even money this week. Another guy who I really like and who I like at this track is Shane Lowry. Um, you know, coming off, coming off the Masters where he played pretty well. Um, I played him in a matchup over DJ again, even money. I like both those matchups a lot this week. Okay. So you, you made the case last week for Brooks Kepka to win the Masters. Yeah. Now, Kepka over the years and on this show, he's made you a lot of money, uh, in, you know, betting outrights, et cetera. Um, yeah. In a loaded field going forward, Jeff, like at the PGA, the U.S. Open, whatever it might be in a major, what, what kind of a number would you need with, with Kepka to have any interest in him to bet him? Probably 30. I think 30 plus is a fair price right now for Kepka. Um, you know, and, and that's 30 is probably the, the, the number. I, he, should, he should probably be 40 to 45 to 50. I think you know, just because of his major experience, he'll be oh, north of 30. Um, I, I can't tell. I mean, I feel like he quit, guys. Mm. And that's what's so disappointing. I just feel like he quit. And and you watch him down the stretch just fall apart late, like like he doesn't know where he needs to be. And it was just it was so disheartening and so hard to watch. I'm I'm glad I wasn't stadium swim. I might have jumped off the roof of the freaking <laughs> of the pool there. So I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't there for that. I mean, it was just it was so disheartening. And 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 on the, the flip side, like how freaking good is Scotty Scheffler? Oh man, Come I mean, it is it is it is. And I said this on Twitter. I think Scotty Scheffler is who we thought John Rahm would be. Everybody thought John Rahm was going to be this beast who's just going to go out and he was going to catch fire and just keep winning and winning. That's who Scotty Scheffler is, right? Scotty Scheffler is the best player in the world. I'm not sure it's even remotely arguable. And I wouldn't, I mean, he's, he's got to be the favorite to win every tournament he's playing now. And, and I, I think this is the guy we honestly, we all thought John Rahm would be. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm not sure John Rahm's ever going to be as good as we thought John Rahm would be. Um, and I'm not sure John Rahm's ever going to be as good as Scotty Scheffler. I mean, this is insane what we're seeing. It's not that he didn't have the pedigree coming up because he was a good player coming up, but man, I mean, this is insane. And, and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch over the next you know year or two. I, I completely echo what you just said, comparing him to Rahm. And I would say this because like in the golf betting community community, now this is going on, what a good two or three years where like the opinion on Rom has been super high, like uh, maybe the best golfer in the world for longer than what he's actually been, where his ranking would tell you, but he's never done what Scheffler's done right now. He's never been close to this run that Scheffler's on. It's not even, like you said, it's not even debatable. And I'm curious, like if that opinion in the golf betting community is going to exist on Scheffler, if that's only a Rom thing. Well, it, and I, I, it's funny, right, Mitch? I, I, I keep thinking to myself, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, at what point is Rom going to live up to his? Because he's past the point of of living up, having to live up to his his hype, right? And, and listen, I've I've been guilty of this. I mean, you you watch John Rom play, 
and and you he goes through stretches where you wonder how he doesn't win every tournament he's ever played, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy, his, and I think that's what the the all the the golf betting community looks at is you see Pete John Rahm and you're like, holy cow, this guy's unbelievable, and and how does he not win everything? And yet, you know, and, and he's he's fiery and, and has this elite stuff. And frankly, like Scheffler, I, I hate to say he's boring. But he's not. He's not like John Rahm. He's fairly low key. He's kind of ho hum, goes around and wins the Masters by four shots, right? Like it's it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and and it, it you know it kind of reminds me you know a, a little bit of he just kind of snuck up on people. It's kind of kind of like when Dustin Johnson got white hot a few years ago, which is kind of low key number one in the world and and rattling off a bunch of big finishes. Although I mean I don't even know if DJ was was as hot as Scheffler is right now. I mean this is this is something a sight to see and and let's just, let's enjoy it while we while we see it because. Um, this, this is something that golf's going to going to treasure for a while. Yep. Again, you can check out the Cutmaker podcast and uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff. Thanks, pal. Good luck with the bets this week. Appreciate it, fellas. Take care. Thank yeah. you. No, he's right. When Rom is on fire, I mean, it's like, yeah, this guy should win every time, but he doesn't. And a lot of the, you know, mm-hmm. I think he's kind of that fiery, uh, emotional side of him has dialed down a little bit. But that was a reason why, oh, sure. you know, that that existed for a long time. Look, I, I can't get un- involved with oh, this. I said that many times. Oh, yeah. The meltdown's yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. Just wait for it. But, yep. yep. All right. It's uh, Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll talk some uh, Major League Baseball coming up next. Now, if you look at the card, you have a lot of really big named uh, starters going today. Uh, but I want to take it easy. We'll run it down for you coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of MLB. And this week, new customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 if they win. Download the app and use promo code VEASAN. It's that easy. If you or somebody you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or 877-8-HOPE-NY. DraftKings.com for full details. Must be 21. So what do we know about Major League Baseball now as we're approaching one full week huh. in the start of the regular season? Do we know much? Well, the Diamondbacks can hit. Uh, four hits again last night in the loss. Come right back with the Astros again tonight until further notice. But other than that, I don't have a read or a feel. I mean, it just, it's up and down. So you don't know. Teams off to slow starts. and uh, yeah. yeah. I would say that based on the limited spring mm-hmm. training action that we had, okay. right, it's difficult to get a gauge on like which starters are going to come out and be effective, which lineups are going to hit. I mean, they're still, I mean, look at the Phillies right now. Yes. They added all these guys in the offseason. Mets, Mets have been great pitching. So the bullpen's blown both losses. Right. And so yeah. the Phillies did absolutely nothing if you go back two nights ago until late in the game when they came back to get the win. That was a fluky win. Last night, Wheeler was fine on the mound, mm-hmm. but McGill was really good, and the Phillies couldn't yeah. get anything going against him. So that was a major problem. Uh, we've seen this now with the Mariners, with the offense, right? High expectations coming into the year. All of this is prefaced, by the way, with small sample sizes. Like, we get yeah. that, you get that, things can change, right? But the I tweeted this out last night, and by the way, I'm already addicted to the 13-run uh, pool. Yes. It's so right, much to fun. Track it. Yes, Blue Jays shut out, that's big. How about your Seattle tweet? Okay, so, and by the way, addicted, I'm having fun here. It's like I have small bets on like 40 to 1 and 16 to 1, but it's a lot of fun. It's fun to look at. It every is. Day, yeah. the, the Mariners, think about this, they're, and they're going to score runs at some point, but in a 13-run pool where teams got to score between 0 and 13 runs in every game to cross it off and the first team to get them all, you, you win that pool. They were one out away from scoring 0, 1, 2, and 4 runs in their first five games. So they, they, they've been shut out. And they were one out from scoring one run last night, but they scored two. Now they've scored two twice. So if you could cross off 0, 1, 2, and 4 right away, they'll score runs at some point, right? But to get all of those out of the way, out of the gates, I'd say pretty good sign. But Does offense it, is getting terrible. Yep. Um, the A's have 13 and 8 so far, right, too? Yeah. The A's yeah, of all they, people? They cross those. Yeah, yes. big numbers off there. Okay. Um, but again, you Darvish comes out in his first start last week. And this speaks to the Diamondbacks. Yep, yep. They can't hit. He had a no-no going through six. Well, fast forward to last night. Giants, again, roughed Darvish up last year. They mashed him. He was awful. So that's two two starts now for you, Darvish. One was brilliant. One was a catastrophe. 
Corbin Burns goes today. Good word. He he could not find the plate. Think about this. Corbin Burns set the all-time record a year ago where he started the season without a walk until like his 59th batter. All-time record. He walked the first guy against the Cubs last week. So, again, he's the, he's the reigning Cy Young Award winner. He comes out there with location problems. So this tells me is I don't know really who you can trust. Like tonight, Barrios and Cole go at it tonight in New York. Well, Barrios couldn't even get out of the first inning last week. Cole was roughed up. The total is eight. I would expect runs because I don't love like Barrios and I, I don't love Cole. I like both guys, but against these two lineups, we can't get nine runs combined. But am I overreacting yeah. to what I saw last week? No, it's been very it's hard to get a read on this stuff. You're right. The other one, how about the Red Sox? Where's their offense? Yeah. Now they got they got five in opening day in the loss to the Yankees, and then two, four, one, and then they had to rally to get the win and got three in the sixth and two in the eighth yesterday against Detroit. Exactly right. So that that's been a, a major disappointment. You have, like, other big names going today. You have, in this Mets-Phillies game, you have Scherzer versus Nola. Yep. And the Phillies are a small favorite in this game here at Circus Sports as we sit here live on the air. Again, Phillies offense has been terrible uh, for the most part, and you have Scherzer going today. But I, what are we going to get from Scherzer? Am I, I going to be surprised if he goes out there today and goes seven innings because it's Max Scherzer and gives up two hits with eight strikes? No, I won't be surprised. No. But, but that, if they that runs the on it, doesn't, doesn't lose games. Hmm? Was he now 12-0 and going back, last 20 starts? Yeah. Ridiculous. So at, at plus money, maybe he's worth a shot, but also uh-huh. maybe yeah. with the lack of spring training, he goes out there and the Phillies' offense explodes tonight. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm, but that's early on here. Just got to be careful. Kershaw versus Paddock tonight. Oh, I mean, come on. Right. Now, that game what? was, <laughs> nothing happened in that game until late where the Dodgers finally exploded, and Heaney was fine. And I actually, I, I've drafted him in my fantasy league. I think he's going to have a bounce back year this year. But um, their offense, for the most part. Oh, yeah, greatest offense of all time. Yeah. yeah what's what's going on? Sure. Right? Yeah, it's going to sure. take a while. And on the road, the Dodgers are laying $1.60. That total is nine. Paddock, you know what you're going to get with him usually. It's been a dumpster fire. Yeah. But you have Manaya, very good last time out for the Padres, taking on Webb. But the Giants-Marlins game was, what, 6-5 in Webb's first start? And he was okay? And this total is seven and a half, which with the DH could be a little bit short. Mm-hmm. Um, Montas goes against McClanahan. I mentioned Burns against Means. I, again, I can't trust Burns because I can't trust the Brewers' offense. They got a win yesterday, but it was fortunate. Right. And then Robbie Ray goes against Keuchel. Now, again, what I said about the Mariners' offense, and the White Sox are favored here now this morning at a dollar eight. The, the total is nine. Mariners can't hit, but Keuchel, I don't really like him. Ray was great last week, but the White Sox kill lefties. Right. So early on, Paul, again, I'm just, if I have a bet, maybe two bets in a single day out of the gates, that's all I'm going to do. No, I think you're doing the right thing. Right. The other one, the A's might are looking to move Frankie. That could be another trade that they're going to make. Uh, they, they've been hanging in these games, though, too, you know, with that low win total. They came back and almost won last night before Tampa got the walk-off and extras. And uh, Rockies are 4-1. and one. Good p- uh, pitching so far. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, what was the game I was going to talk about? Uh, oh, how about the Rodriguez angle going against his form? Who has the edge there? Is it because the Red Sox because they know him? Or is it Rodriguez because he knows them with the hitters, maybe? Or is it more of our, we know what his weakness is if you're Boston? Oh, Rodriguez against Evaldi today. Yeah, that's yeah. In that game. Yeah. And that total is eight. It's a fair question. 
But I don't know how, how much would you know a former pitcher. I know. Probably uh, not that's, much. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that angle. But they put up an eight in, in Evaldi's first start and flew over with the Yankee game. That's right. Against Cole. And that's, uh, yeah, what do you want? Will Cole bounce back? I don't know. You know, this guy's a, a basket case, making excuses right. up for the four-minute delay. All oh, the the festivities got carried away. It was four minutes. Yeah. What are you talking about? I, I mean, I, I'm not a Barrios fan. I can tell you that too. I think uh, what, I, what, I, I think I'll go over eight in that game. What were the local writers who cover the team saying about Toronto? You're saying watch oh, the some, home road splits. Some some Toronto like uh, media folks, betters that I follow who okay. live up in that area, were saying, careful with uh, pay attention to the Blue Jays maybe at home compared to what they're like on the road. And that was one game last night, and they got shut out. And Cortez was good, and you might want to file that one away with Cortez, by the way. Mm-hmm. But again, the Blue Jays' offense at home, they, yeah, they exploded against the Rangers. And that was a thing last year, too, where, well, they played half their games in a different location in Buffalo and then at home. But they were also, I mean, Vlad still hit you know, a lot of those home runs at Skydome last year when he tied for the home run championship. And I'll, one more here. Granke goes against Wainwright. Wainwright, very good last week in the uh, uh, start for the Cardinals. They're $1.45 today against... Granky and the Royals, is that maybe a little bit too low? But Wainwright again was superb. And Granky is a, a guy that I think the Cardinals offense can get to. Talk about how you think the Astros are low tonight with Valdez going on the mound at $1.50. I think the Cardinals might be a little bit low at $1.45. This Arizona lineup, come on. Four hits last night, one run. Five hits against the Padres, the last game of the series. Five hits. Two hits. Then they were no hit through six, and they took Darvish out. They got the comeback, but they only had three hits in that game. So you think Valdez can hold them in check? And then you think, uh, I was surprised they only scored two runs last night, but you think they'd get to Kelly as well. But so, I, mean, what, what's, I mean, they can't, <laughs> their highest total is five hits on the season so far. Right. So their batting average actually on the season went up with the four hits last night, oh believe it or God. not. Okay. They're, they're now yeah. batting 130 on the year. Oh. Or were they going into the game 125? Uh-huh. Their on-base percentage is 257. Their OPS is 517 right now as a team. They have, they've actually belted out five home runs. But that's, I mean, 130 right now. And again, it's, we're one weekend. We have one, two, three, four. We have six teams batting below 200 right now on the year. So, it's Pulp Fiction. That's pride messing with you. Lay down a bunt. Get on base. Get a rally going. Do something, right? Change it up a little bit. Come on. Yeah, strange start to the season. I, I, I will say this. I do like early on in the year when we get all these day games, though. It's a good move by baseball. Mm-hmm. They did it, I think, last year where the first the first day without a day, a day game was like April 26th or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. Beeson host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and Sean King as a Super Bowl uh, ring as well. They're going to give you insight on what to bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give you his insights. His best uh, draft bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today. Get full access to Beeson through the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks at beeson.com slash draft. That's vcin.com slash draft. Up next, is this former Cy Young winner back? And one market has already significantly moved. Is it a major overreaction?
Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com slash store and order now. That's VEASAN.com slash store. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Going to the computer today, top horse racing plays generated by First Bet's artificial intelligence handicapping program. We're going to Parks Race Course and race five. The computer likes three. The three. It's seven to two on the morning line. And in race seven, it likes the four. Scoop Dog at five to one. Give First Bet's AI program a try. You can bet these races and the others using the First Bet app. Sign up today with First Bet. Use the code Vegas1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Okay, so the name is Scoop Dog? Scoop Dog. Like okay, it. that's yeah. worth a bet based on the Sinus. name alone. Concur. Yeah. Five to one. All right. Uh, by the way, this is from Brett on Twitter. Severe weather coming through St. Louis. High chances, no game, or it's delayed today. Aye. With Wainwright going for the Cards. 10, 10, against... 15, yeah, okay. Early one. Yep. All right, we will talk some Major League Baseball here. Jensen Lewis joins the program now. A Guardians analyst in Cleveland. Played Major League Baseball as well. Jensen, thanks for the time today. Uh, we appreciate you joining the show. I, I, so I was writing some notes for the program today when you were coming on, and I was going to say... Does it look like Bieber is already like officially back? And then he had like one bad inning and, you know, the Reds got back into it. But so far, what you've seen in two starts from Shane Bieber, does it look like the former Cy Young winner himself? Yeah, Mitch, uh, I would say for what he had to go through injury-wise last year, you know, the shoulder injury is obviously nothing to sniff at. But what he looked like through the end of uh, the year last year, also what he looked like through spring, they were going to be very careful with him from a pitch count standpoint, no matter what. Uh, here in April, but uh, I think the efficiency with which he worked with yesterday uh, is is pretty indicative of where he was in 2020. The velocity is down a little bit, uh, but that's to be expected with the, a majority of these guys not really built up as far as uh, their full pitch count allotment is concerned. But the slider is there, the knuckle curve, which put him on the map and, and got him that Cy Young Award. But uh, to me, the, the thing that stands out the most is his fastball command. He's hitting all four quadrants. He's getting that deception, that that bigger swing and miss, uh, and I think that separation between his fastball and breaking ball. I I wouldn't go running out to to buy a ticket on him yet uh, to to win the Cy Young, but I think that's a guy that you look at as someone who can certainly be in the top five here by the All Star break. Would you go out and place a ticket on Stephen Kwan to win the American League Rookie of the Year? He opened <laughs> at. This is nuts. I mean. <laughs> It's too late now to bet the guy, in my opinion. And I can't believe yeah. I'm saying that one week into the season, not even one week, but he opened like 50. Nobody talked about the kid. And all of a sudden, after his scorching hot start, Jensen, he's down to like 5-1 to one at some books. What do you know about this Stephen Kwan kid? Yeah, guys, he plays left field, and, and I'm going to sound cheesy for saying this, but this is the most out-of-left field thing we had expected for this season, no question about it. Uh, you're, you're now looking at a 5-9 kid. Uh, who is the, the major league leader in hits in average and walks in on-base percentage in OPS. Yes. And his name is not Jose Altuve perennial, you know, all-star and, and MVP winner. So for Steven Kwan uh, guys, the, the two things that stand out the most for a young hitter, 
You know, can he be disciplined in the strike zone? And what are his bats to ball skills? The guy still hasn't swung and missed this year. You know, we're five games in mm. and he's got either 26, 30 swings and hasn't swung and missed. So, uh, you know, it's, it, you could say, all right, it's, it's better because you're hitting in front of Jose Ramirez, but there was, he was hitting seventh at the beginning of the season, that first game. And then all of a sudden, you know, vaulted up when it looked like the guardians offense was really going to struggle through those first two games against a very pedestrian Kansas city pitching staff. So uh, the kid is mind boggling. Um, uh, you know, he, he talks about how mentally uh, chess is a hobby of his and something that really allows him to mentally focus and it provides him strategy and, and, you know, mental fortitude that translates to the batter's box. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a grandmaster in that first, or if he's going to win a batting title, but <laughs> this kid has been, this kid has been just a joy to watch. Uh, and, and it wouldn't surprise me because our home opener is on Friday. Uh, if, if people have gone out and tried to manufacture some Quan jerseys already, uh, you know, the Jerry Maguire, you know, essence of the Quan has been, you know, thrown out there. So it's, it's just been a joy to watch in uh, these first five games. This really has been a strange start to the season. And some big name teams haven't been able to hit. How long do you, do you think that'll continue? We've also seen some big name pitchers off to slow starts too. Yeah, Paulie, I, I think what's, what's intriguing here is that usually, you know, pitching is ahead of hitting early in the season, right? So some of these, some of these team averages may not be as shocking uh, as others. I, I think Milwaukee, I think you guys were talking about mm-hmm. it earlier. You know, Milwaukee was a team you circled. Of course you felt regression from those big three, as far as the starting rotation goes, we've seen that through their first outings. I don't expect that to continue, but you know, Andrew McCutcheon wasn't someone that jumped off the page at me. Uh, you know, Hunter Renfro has always had a ton of swing and miss, and I, I don't know where that translates this year. I think, I think he still gets back on track, but I think this was the worry. If you were, you know, a futures better looking at the national league central and saying, well, it's kind of Milwaukee's to lose. Uh, you know, I, I think St. Louis gives them a run for their money. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to beat themselves defensively. Yeah, Adam Wainwright continues to pull mm-hmm. the Houdini act of, of being 40 plus and really pitching well. So I, I think, you know, Milwaukee, not a surprise of, of a team that's in it. You know, the angels, I think will be better. I picked them as my last wild card in the okay. American league. The Yankees are probably right where they should be because what did they do this off season? They got no one with bat to ball skills. And that was the biggest thing that they needed to do. So I, I think that I think of the two teams that, you know, maybe were picked to be at the top of their division or very close to it, the Yankees and the Brewers, uh, you know, Pauly, this, those two teams don't surprise me. They're off to those slow offensive starts. Okay. Uh, the Phillies uh, off to a slow start offensively. And how about the Mets pitching the Mets that went for the Mets bullpen? They'd be, uh, wouldn't have a loss though uh, this year. Unbelievable with the Mets considering guys, as we know, DeGrom going to be lost for a while. You know, the Shurs are touch and go with the hammy, but you know, he's able to, to get in there and, and be pretty good. Uh, a Tyler McGill might be one of those guys you keep track of this year as you know, 98 mile an hour stuff. He's a bulldog. He's not afraid of anybody. Uh, if Carrasco and, and Walker can stay healthy, then, then they're going to be right in it with this offense. But guys, the biggest addition for them, and I think this is going to translate throughout the year, no question is Buck Walter. Uh, you can already yeah. see a demeanor change. And maybe, just maybe, fellas, with the Nationals throwing at Alonzo and Frankie Lindor, it, it united this group maybe even sooner than this front office and coaching staff could have realized. That's a huge difference maker in a division, I think, that we feel pretty competitive between Atlanta, the Mets, 
and the Phillies for sure. Yeah, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jensen Lewis, our guest, Major League Baseball Network radio host, Bally Sports, Great Lakes analyst for the Guardians. One more question on that team. Uh, we have tickets on Miles Straw to lead the league in stolen bases. That was a recommendation per Matt Baskurgeon a couple of weeks back. He's off to a good start. He has three. Is he going to like, so he's playing every day, right? And does he, is he going to have the green light like pretty much every time he gets on base? There, there is no red light for Miles Straw from first to second, second to third. If he wants to pull a Willie Mays Hayes and try and steal home, go right ahead. Uh, I think he'll, I, and again, guys, we kind of came into this season expecting that the offense would kind of center around Jose uh, Ramirez, Framil Reyes, and then you were just hoping for something from the five through nine spots because it was looking pretty dire. And then all of a sudden, this is a world beater team that scores 10 runs a night. That's not going to happen. But I think the idea now was straw at the top and then Steven Kwan, because he's a guy now we know with bat to ball skills and patience in the strike zone, it's going to allow straw even more opportunities. So a uh, good job out of you guys for getting those. Cause I, I think he'll have a real shot knowing that Whit Merrifield, you know, pretty much the guy he's got to beat in the American league to win that title. Very cool. We have like 90 seconds left here, Jensen. Uh, I think Ohio is an absolute sleeping giant in the whole sports betting community in the world uh, and they have not legalized it yet. If you had to make a bet yourself on like a target date or when a prediction on when you think it's going to become legal in the state of Ohio, when do you think that would be? Yeah, Mitch, the deadline is January 1st of 2023. So they got to have it by then. But as you guys know, this is Buckeye country and college football is religion uh, when it gets to August. So I'm circling that month right there, maybe middle of August at the latest, I would hope. Uh, Barn, you guys know lawmakers. They're, they've got their own agendas here, but uh, doing a bunch of local radio here. We had Super Bowl week, and, and it was so great listening to you guys go through the props and stuff. We had people driving to the state border for people that don't know in Ohio. Indiana is legal. They're on the left of us. Michigan is north of us. You know, uh, Pennsylvania is to the right of us. So we had people literally listening, driving to the state border, logging on the apps, and then coming back for the game. Pretty wild. So if that's not as an indicator to, to the lawmakers here to get this thing done. I don't know what is. Yeah, well said. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at JLU50, and 50 is spelled out. Jensen, uh, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, Thank you. Be good. There you go. That was great. Great job. Yep, absolutely. I, Bieber, again, two starts in, cruising again yesterday. Yeah. One bad inning. Okay, that is what it is. What do you got? I thought they made a good point about the Mets. Oh, you did. With the bean brawl. And the, and the stuff against the Phillies bringing you together early sure, on. Sure. And, and the shot in the arm with Showalter. And the Showalter yes. thing is going to yes. be big. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. any, any doubt be about six that. 6-0. and oh. Two eighth inning leads they've blown. Oh, yeah. Two losses. Are you sweating out the win total already? Every day is this going to be the thing? Right. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. They blew it again last night, well, guys. Come on. It's a fun story, though. Yeah. How McGill's done. And, uh, right. Yep. All right. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, tonight's two NBA games and uh, opening. Game home winners in a seven-game series are a solid game two bet. Numbers on that coming up next.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. NFL in 15 minutes. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Good to meet the guy who. Uh, Watches us every day on Pittsburgh earlier today that uh, jumped in. 3.45 in the morning. We love you all. It so blows my mind that you even, you're even you not even staying at Circa and you get up early to drive down to say hello. Uh, subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to all the people who watch and listen every day. So we brought up uh, Ohio and when legalized sports betting, like the target date for that with Jensen Lewis in the previous segment. Break uh, line by you. Oh, what a sleeping giant. It is a oh, giant. Ohio. Not sleeping. That's a Huge. giant. Steuben, Steubenville, Youngstown, the history with Steubenville. Oh, they love it. Everyone's a bookmaker, loves to bet in Ohio. And those cities with Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus as a, as a college town, massive. Yep. This is from uh, Walter Butler on Twitter. I heard a state lawmaker on a Cincinnati radio station. He predicted it would not be until October for the Ohio sports books to be up and running. 
Hope it's sooner and he's wrong. I drive to Indiana 30 miles weekly to book across the border, and it's a pain with $4 gas. Four? Well, yeah, it's... it's <laughs> you my, got a break, yeah. Uh, from what It's three sixty now in Wisconsin, where my mom is at. What's it, six here? What is it in California? It's, fi- it's $5.50 still in Las Vegas. Yeah. What do we do? Are we not going to come back down now with the prices in Las Vegas anytime soon? And this is from uh, Why So Serious. I'm one of the guys in Ohio... Drive to the border every day to bet. Luckily, I live in Toledo and work a mile by the state line. I cannot wait for it to be legalized oh, here. Okay. So you, he's got the advantage there. Yeah. Only a, a mile away. Uh, but there's no doubt. I mean, Ohio, we just, Ontario was so big up in Toronto last week. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when Florida, Texas, California, Ohio, another one comes on board? Texas and California are just, oh, I mean, total game changers. Please, absolutely. No doubt about it. Surprised with some of these series? you got to be surprised with these series prices. Well, the Boston thing was, uh, come on, uh, DraftKings and Caesars opened the Nets the favorite. You could have, if you were paying attention last night, I'm sorry, I would have emptied accounts last night on the, on the Celtics, and I have them at 18-1 to 1 to win the East. At plus 115, I love that number. Now they're minus 150 out here in Las Vegas. I'm yeah. not going to bet that number. Right. But pl- you could have had plus 115 with the Celtics. How do you make that number? No, it's crazy. It's like you haven't been watching. Now they still have Kevin Durant. But they have all these issues defensively. And again, I totally agree with Barkley. Kyrie goes off. Durant plays well. Cleveland does not. They have At the time, they had 14 turnovers and were shooting under 40%. And it was a six-point game late. How? How? Paul, there but are so many that, red flags with this team. You're right. Where, how are they going to get stops? What if Kyrie's off? Who can I count? And they needed every bit of what Brown and Drummond gave them, too. Because if Brown doesn't go off, they don't win the game. So now you're taking on, I know the Williams injury, but you're taking on a two-seed, and they were the best team in the league since the All-Star break. Yeah, that's a, It's a long sample size now where the Celtics right. have been either the oh. best team or one of the best teams in the entire oh, league. Oh, you throw out the 18 and 21 of stars. That team's dead. That's, that, that's, right. that's another season right. ago. Who slows down Tatum? How can they slow him down? Do you get I, a I, return of Simmons? If he comes back, what does he have? What can he give you? I mean, what are you going to get out of Curry? What can you get out of the supporting cast? I say not much. I mean, will, will Drummond really beat them up and punish Tice or Horford down low? So good defensively. That's all the thing. They are unbelievable defensively. Brooklyn, no. Oh, no, no, no way. Tatum should go off in this entire series. I would think. Why can Jalen Brown not go off? That too, yes. Another guy, right? right? So the, the Williams injury stinks. I mean, if if Williams, you know, if he was healthy and playing in the series, I would... I would probably bet this this number probably would not be right. the same, but I would love them even more. And the other thing, too, you were better off with a cone out there. They were just hunting Markin in the whole game. They were. A little help. Something. I can't. <laughs> they got abused in that game. And as I said earlier, okay, so now if Marcus Smart truly is the defensive player of the year, and in the odds market before they took him down and off the board, it was like minus $3. Agree or disagree? He needs to go out there and neutralize Kyrie Irving then in this matchup. Yep. Okay, that's Good that's... Help. So then if you if you slow him down, because don't just don't let him go for 40, right? Let him go for 22 but or 28 on bad shooting nights. Do your job, and then it's going to be Durant and basically nobody else. Couldn't believe that series price. You know, and now we're seeing as high as 160 the other way with Boston. And uh again, I love the line from Bobby Marks, ESPN. The column is already done, filed, sent to his editor about the what the Nets need to do in the offseason. So confident that they're going to go out. In the first round. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, if, if this is close or if this is squeaky bum time, it comes back to, well, did if you were Boston, you'd really have tried to win that last game, even though Memphis sat everybody. But right. 
But, you know, they, Yudoka was right. Who knows? The Nets could have lost that game. You never know. If they didn't, I mean, if, if Irving misses some shots in the first half and it's not a 20-point game, right. the way it played out, maybe, maybe the Cavaliers win it last right. night. And I am surprised Memphis only opened up 360. Uh, against Minnesota. I've heard other people say the opposite. I don't see that, right? Mm. I know. I did see a lot of that. You Expecting know, uh, it to be a good series. Yeah, I just think they're going to kill them on the glass, and they're just so deep, and they're such a good team at home. And then plus, boy, the like you said at the top of the show, did the Timberwolves win the title last night? They're happy to be there, and I think the – I know it's, I, it's the I, second I, look, time I mean, in 17 years they're in the playoffs, and I don't know. I cannot go to war with Towns. I cannot count on that guy. That's embarrassing again. Well, he'll have better games. I mean, he did not play well against the Clippers this year, but he was a non-factor last night. Again, I said this earlier. I totally disagree with what Barkley said at halftime. He called Finch stupid multiple times at halftime, said it was stupid coaching by leaving Towns in when he had foul trouble. And Beverly, he meant to. But Beverly yeah, right, too, but he right, did. That was a, you're right. The best thing that happened the, to him. The best thing to happen to the Timberwolves the entire game last night yeah. was to not have Towns on the floor. He was the worst player on the court last night. Yep. He, this is great. He, he leads the league in fouls since the All-Star break. He was number three in the league. Also, Minnesota was outscored by 51 points in the three losses against the Clippers when he was on the floor in 100 minutes. He was horrible against Houston, and the only other time he made the playoffs. Well, Memphis is on a roll, and they also they 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 love the bulletin board material. Everyone's taking shot. Barkley and Shaq picked um, Memphis to lose the series last yeah, night. Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, I, I know Edwards is not a good player. He's not going to go off like that. And I, 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 they'll contain him. Is all I'll say. And I know Russell won't do that. Russell really was huge for him in the second half. Well, and, and I by, didn't expect that. By the way, if I said that about Marcus Smart on Kyrie Irving, I have to come back and say the same thing about Jaron Jackson, right? You, yes, you do. He needs to be on Cat probably a lot in the series. And if he's really good, now here's the thing. Jaron Jackson can get into foul trouble. And that happens quite a bit with him. If he stays out of foul trouble and he's on Cat, I'm sure they'll switch him up, you know, put him on some other guys as well. If he's really... You know, in the mix and can be the defensive player of the year. Then do your job then and yep. and you know neutralize him. Wow. But Min- I just I, I love the depth overall. And Minnesota's deep, by the way. They're a deep team and they have they have talent. They're they're super talented. You saw the fouls though. They lead the league and you know with the fouls and putting the opponent on the free throw line. That's a problem. But they're twenty eighth in defensive rebounding percentage. Memphis is first in offensive rebounding. We saw this with Memphis, by the way, a lot down the stretch with no John Morant. And in fact, when they were sitting other players in these games, we're talking about still eighth, ninth, tenth players on the team who would step up and have good shooting nights, and they would take teams out in a body bag. Yeah, I mean, the game against New Orleans, it was totally meaningless. They had 119 points after the third quarter. They scored 55 in the third. Can't lose that game, though. Clippers up 10 was eight minutes. Towns on the bench. Can't lose that game. I, I can't you, believe. You can't I honestly can't believe. And I had the Clippers yeah. last night. I had them. I bet a money line when Towns was in foul trouble. And I also bet him plus three before the game started. I can't believe I lost yep. both of those bets. Since we've been on the air, Atlanta money line has gone from 185 to 215. 215 now. And we're both seeing five and a half. Hard to go against Pop here uh, on the road, and considering he just with a mash unit went to New Orleans and won. And the other thing, too, you know, obviously they want to win a game. But just from a front office standpoint, the Pelicans, the front office will argue. I mean, it's the old Malinsky line. If you get him in a, in a, in a room off the record, yeah. they'd rather lose the game. Because they could have two top five picks, or the first two picks in the draft, if they don't make the playoffs. Right, they have and the then, Lakers pick, and you could have Zion, Jones, Valanciunas, 
McCollum and two top five picks coming back. And then what's their reward if they make the playoffs? Right, you get Phoenix. You get Phoenix, and yes. you're probably like an eight to one underdog to win the series. I'm throwing out a number. Right. And whilst the, from a total standpoint, right? Both games went under. Yep. You said you have two big totals tonight. Yep. Is it more of okay, more half court game? We'll slow it down and 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 we'll see lower scoring games. But I I just think these teams are near the bot the first game in the East, Atlanta and Charlotte near the bottom of defense. Yeah. I do I would I, I would boy. expect the track meet a lot of points in that game. And I I, like I would the expect the same uh, I like the Spurs first, with yeah. the points. Yeah. I I won't I won't argue there. Yeah. Hell of a coach. That's another angle again. Who knows? This might be it for Pop too. That's quite possible, right? You've been bringing that up now all week. Win one for the Gipper, right? Yeah. I uh, the the Utah series price now. That oh opener that opened around Pickham. Yeah. And that was taken off the board. I saw three seventy yesterday. You saw? Oh, I the, saw three seventy. The highest number I saw was three ten. They're not saying Dallas isn't saying anything, but it doesn't look good. No, the, the but the twi- like I guess yeah. I guess that's another reason. Get out of here with Rudy for defensive player of the year. He missed three weeks. Oh, get come on! But but Rudy, Rudy right. had the same injury and missed three weeks. Uh, up next, NFL. Greg Cosell, as good as it gets, breaking down film in the NFL. He has a surprising number of quarterbacks going in the first round. Meet, meet, meet. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.